Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country, that's 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. This is an absolute treat for the show. We welcome Australian rock royalty. Between them, they've sold out festivals, arenas, multiple number ones, arias, you name it, are now together. Part of a super group, members hailing from New York, Scotland, London, Melbourne, South Africa. And the irony, when this album was created, it was a time where any of those places you couldn't go because of lockdown. We have Kevin, Caveman Shirley, the one and only Jules Holland. From the Stray Cats, Slim Jim Phantom. Australia's own, Chris Chase. And the one and only, uh, Jimmy Barnes. Together they make up the Barnstormers. You're loving Johnny's Gone, Real Wild Child too. I'm a real wild child. I welcome to Triple M's homegrown, the one and only Chris Cheney and Jimmy Barnes. How are you, lads? Uh, hey, mate. This is your life. <laughs> this is your life. Oh, no, this is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be here. Uh, it's good to, good to see nice you again. To Lovely to meet you, Jimmy. How's it feel, guys? Album's out. Is this, uh, because of the circumstances, the way the album was created, is this one of the most satisfying album releases for you guys across the journey? You know what? It is for a lot of reasons. I mean, it's... One one of the main reasons is we've spoke about doing a record together, Chris and I, for so long. Uh, and Slim Jim and I have spoke about doing a record together for so long. And you know, it's just one of those things where we finally got to get together and put and put it uh, to get to get it together and do it. I mean, it was recorded in lockdown. It was a uncharted territory for us. You know, you think making a rockabilly record, you want to be locked in a garage somewhere yeah. with a slab of beer, but <laughs> yeah. somehow we managed to lock ourselves away with a slab of beer <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and 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 record um you know and record this record on on like four continents. So it was really it was really incredible. It was. I mean, it, I think Kevin rang me and said. I've just been talking to Jimmy. He says you, you guys have been wanting to make this record for a long time. Ah, oh, yeah, we're going to get around to it one day. He said, well, I think one day's arrived. It's, it's arrived. Let's do a song. Let's do a song. Well, you know, and see how it comes out, yeah. which is what we did. The drums down, the guitar down, the bass down, and Jimmy sang on it. We got the track back and went... Holy oh, crap, this is good. good let's yeah. let's and, do another song. And it was sort of like it was a, that surprise factor. Literally, some of the recordings, like depending on who who started it, sometimes Chris would start a song, he'd he'd play a guitar, send it to Slim Jim, he'd put some drums, his mate Thomas would put bass on, send it to Jules in nice. England. But the, by the time it got to me, I go, this is sound like a rock and roll band. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. I'd sing, and then we'd all hear it back mixed, and it'd just be, holy crap. This is really, it's really good. It's turned out for a record that we waited to do for so long. It's it's so rewarding because when I put it on, I got this is the record we wanted to make. You know, it's, it's really awesome. Chris and I were just we're walking down the the, the hallowed halls here, yeah. and we're saying, you know, there's not enough of this music played around around, and particularly on radio now. So it's really good to be in here with you playing some of it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Great. We're loving yeah. all of it. When yeah. was the first time you were all in the room? All in a we room together. We haven't been in the room yet. 
<laughs> we <laughs> have right now. Right now, that's the first time I met Chris. No, no. Chris and I have been mates for a long time, but we we haven't been in a room. But like literally, we've been talking on phones, on Zooms, on on email, on you know, sending tracks saying, "Help, can you make this sound?" You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and and literally, we we have not been in a room yet, which is unheard of it's crazy. for a record of this type. Yeah. And 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 it's one of the joys of it because it's it's just been one of those things that it worked out so well that we're not only we're, we're all pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, and, and a bit shocked because you know you don't know until until you actually get it until it's all finished that what it's going to sound like. And we just it's for me. I put it on and I um I brings a smile on my face every time. Of course, how has this changed like the creative process for you guys as well? I mean, like the sky's the limit now, right? It's just opened up. <laughs> maybe the worst thing we could do is get in a room together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, maybe you know, but, you know, because bands bands get in a room and, and you think too much about stuff too. And I think. The, the you know the way where where in in the 1950s you know the technology that they had and and the time that bands were allowed in the studio they were saying all right you're in there for you know an hour and a half make an album yeah. and that's what they literally do in two tracks and they'd have to or one track and they'd bang it down I think the the isolation made us sort of brought us back down to that square where we didn't have time to think about it. we did we couldn't sort of procrastinate we couldn't sort of bounce ideas off each other we had to do the best we had at the time do it right now do the best thing what's the best thing you got play it yeah, yeah. and that, and that's sort of what came out in the record and i think that energy is is really it's quite on on the edge you know we feel like we're sort of running flying by the seat of our pants you know yeah well, Kevin was good like that wasn't he he yeah. just said that just just keep the edge don't make it per this music's not supposed to be perfect because it's the imperfections that make it what it is. So, yeah. so he and I was like, oh yeah, but I wouldn't mind doing one more pass. <laughs> that's, a, that's a guitar no, playing and, thing. Yeah. You know, and you know what? I would send him a couple of guitar parts, and he'd do what he want with he'd them anyway. anyway. So, and, you know, but, but and saying that, you know, like the other the other day, we were you know we're doing a bit of promo on our, on all our socials, and Chris, as I said, oh, I'll just do this little demo thing, to, you know, teach you know the punters how to do the solo, and he, oh, nice. and he said, here's one of the solos from the album. What solo was it? It was a uh, train kept the rolling. Train, yeah, train kept rolling. Lonesome train. And so he, Lonesome train. So he, so he does the solo, and I'm, I'm going, man, that's blistering. I, nobody's <laughs> going to. And then he said, I'll do it at half speed for you. And he played it at half speed, and I still went, I still don't know what he played. <laughs> so there's well, all these young guitar players going, oh, yeah. man, what am I going to do? I can't yeah. play that. Well, you've got to keep practicing, son. you got to keep practicing. Yeah, that's but that's it. kind of, it's like ground zero for me that goes right back to my foundations of the guitar playing that I first learned to play. Yeah. So it was a real joy to dive back in to that world and yeah. then to hear Jimmy singing it and to, and, and to, you know, to hear the stray cats drummer on there. And it's like, yeah. in answer to your question before, it's like, we haven't been in a room together, but we've all played music together kind of as well. So we know how each other sort of play and it's sing. Sound, so yeah. I think that kind of helped make it feel co sound cohesive as well. Yeah. What I really love from you guys with this too. Performing on Rockwiz? And on Rockwiz. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's one of my favourite tracks already. on the <laughs> It's a bootleg already. It's a bootleg already. Yeah. I bought the album. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, you know, that, that, like that song, there was, the, you know, when we were doing the song selection, you know, it was like, there was, there was a few songs that we, you know, like we started the idea. Was it really, it was going to be a three-piece band, wasn't it? You know, really, yep. and, and with a singer. Well, yep. I, I cut myself out of a job there. That's um, what I thought. With the yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, but, but as we selected more material, where we're going, oh, we, let's do a Bill Haley song. And, you know, Bill, one part of the Bill Haley sound is about, you know, that, that sax and that section he had. And, you know, the, I, I was talking to him in, in another studio about, about how 
the sax would do these riffs, which allowed the guitar player to get to stretch out and do all these different things, which yeah. gave Chris room to expand. So we added sort of like, oh, we need a sax player. So we've got a sax player. Nice. And then, you know, we need a piano player. We've got Jules Holland, one of the best in the world. Yeah, <laughs> man. So it was yeah. really, it was really, we're really, it was, it was not only, not only, uh, you know, hard work by Kevin, but it was really fortunate timing that we all just happened to have that time. And I think we have to thank lockdown for that. Otherwise it wouldn't yeah, happen. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, I had Don Walker in here for a co-host Great. not too long ago and he was super excited about the project too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Don, well, Don, you know, he, he loves it and he, cause he's, you know, I rang him up and I said, have you got any rockabilly songs? He said, I'm sure I have. I'll look at one. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he sent me Johnny's Gone, and, and I just thought, oh, it's perfect for, for this record. And, you know, and to have, to make a, a record that that explores our roots and, and my roots as well, uh, uh, to have a, you know, a song from Don Walker, who's been a huge part of my growth as a musician since I was 16. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like full circle. Absolutely. Yeah. And we didn't want it to just be a covers record. I think that was yeah. one of the things, you know, yeah. I mean, obviously playing this kind of music we started off with a couple of covers to play our, our own sort of favorite tunes but then yeah. jimmy brought one to the table i brought one to the table yeah, so it was good don's so you know we wanted to add some of our own flavor to it because we, you know as far as i'm concerned this the, this project can go on for you know yeah. for, uh, and we can make another record you know whenever i'm, I'm ready to do it we we had like I said, we haven't been in the one room yet but i know that when we were all Anywhere within you know a thousand miles of the of the one postcode, we're going to be doing a gig, you know, and so it's That's... just a matter of time. And and when 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 that dice rolls, we'll be ready to do it. I mean, Chris and I already talked. It'd be just great to just jump up somewhere, you know. Whether it's we're doing the Red Hot Summer tour coming up through through summer with 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 Living End and myself yep. and and Birds of Tokyo and, <clears> and and Pete Murray and Casey Chambers and everybody's yeah. on Mahalia, my daughter. But at some point during those tours. During that tour, I'm sure that Chris and I are going to either I'm going to crash his set and yeah, we'll do some of these tunes, yeah. or he'll crash mine. Because well, I'll, without speaking ill of the other band members, you and I aren't the problem. It's them. <laughs> it's them. Honey. They're, they're not here to defend not themselves, here. Chris. So we can pick on them. It's okay. The records out. The records out now, and they're, they're not even here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slim Jim would be start. here in a second, and I'm he sure Jules would. would too. But but it's just difficult to get us all in one room. So yeah. when it happens, though, it's going to be an explosion. Well, that's a really good segue into what I'd like to talk about now. Normally, when I have our guests on, we go a bit more time we play a game called memory lane but i'm going to squeeze in a couple now so this game's called memory lane so what i do is i pluck gigs out from people's gig history to see what they remember it might not be the actual gig it could be traveling to the show okay. the hotel so we've only got what if you time. don't remember anything hey <laughs> then it was a really good game <laughs> it's a part so what i've done is i've found gigs that you guys have played together okay, okay so i've gone back to 2013 the Stone Music Festival in Sydney, who we also had. We had Aerosmith. We also had Van Halen. Good friend of the show and yours too, one and only. What do you guys remember about that show? I remember, I remember starting, I'm thinking, how the hell has it, because I think the promoter was flying by the seat of his pants. He was yeah. like, I don't know if he was a big established promoter. How we managed to get this bill together. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And how we got all these bands in one place. And I, and I remember not saying that we weren't great, but uh, I just I remember how good Aerosmith were. I didn't see him. Uh, Aerosmith were blistering. You were know, they? Joe Perry is like ripping guitar player. Yeah. Like yeah. So so and and you know Steve and uh, Steve Tyler's a fantastic frontman. But it was just weird because it sort of hadn't been promoted properly and it wasn't packed. It's you a think shame. With a bill it? like yeah, that, yeah. it should be like hundred thousand. Yeah. And people. Billy Joel played right. <laughs> did he play? Did, 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 did Billy like Joel play? Did he really? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he was on the third on the, night or yeah, yeah, one, one right. of the nights. He, he, but I didn't see him either. I, I, I'm not giving him much here. But what, what, I, I remember, remember thinking, how's he paying for all this? <laughs> how's he paying for, and who's paying? Who's are we getting paid? <laughs> but we did. But uh, but I remember I, I wanted because you know all those like there was all those all the like Aerosmith now they're big favorite bands of mine. Yeah. And I just wanted to go out and I'd want to make sure I made it as hard as possible for them to go on. Yeah. Nice. So uh, we really were on the on 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 our toes and and, and we played a blister and said I'm sure you did too. Always. <laughs> how, how dare you? Come on, of course you did. I was, I, was, I was setting you up. Yeah. So yes, yeah. we did. Yes, yeah. we did. All right, going to squeeze in one more because I know we're short on time. In 2019, you both played with... <laughs> on the Red Hot Summer Tour, we had Joan Jett, of course, uh, the one and only. He's on Diesel as well. Richard Clapton, Chocolate yeah. Starfish. Do you remember the tour? Because that was just before lockdown too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the tour. Yeah. I remember the first show was the one on on the river where um, they have river like little little boats as the band rooms. A couple of the band rooms. Oh. And I remember you making espresso martinis or something <laughs> oh, in the kitchen. Oh, that was that on the in Manham or something. Yeah, yes, I think that was the first show. Yeah, well, that's that the one right. that I remember. I thought I was having coffee, but <laughs> no, <laughs> you guys. There was clue. That was no, was no, was espresso martinis. What I remember about it was because uh, Joan Jett. You know, I'd you know I'd seen Joan Jett clips and I knew she was a you know she's a rock chick and all that sort of stuff. She was phenomenal. Yeah. She, she was the real deal. Uh, she's coming back out again, I think, in the new year to come and do some some more gigs here. Nice. But in the meantime, I've stayed friends with Joan, and Joan and I are actually looking at doing. Uh, we need. We're looking to write a song to do a, a duet for my next record. Nice. Yeah, and so I love Joan. She was a. She was authentic. She was a. She was a. You know, a balls to the wall rock chick. She was fantastic. Yeah. So I'm I'm waiting for Chris to write me a song for yeah. me, Joan Jane. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I, I do remember you saying because I I I, I knew Joan Jett obviously, but I didn't know just what she would sound like. And I remember you specifically saying, "How's the the tone of her voice? It was just magic." And, yeah, and coming nice. from Jimmy, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, she's just she's, she's a, a really deal. good singer. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Time for one more. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. That's Jules on the vocal duties out there for that jingle. <laughs> uh, one more quick game. This, this is called Right Party Dinner. Right. So I'm going to give you three acts, pick completely at random. You've got to write a song with one. You've got to party with the other. Yeah. The third you've got to take home for dinner, okay? So your three acts are... Paul McCartney. You've also got when the pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Yes. Drop it like Snoop Dogg and your third. Right. So I reckon I'd party with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I reckon I'd have to. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to write with Paul McCartney. Although it'd be hard to take to dinner because he's veget- vegan. Okay. He's vegan, so yeah. that, you know, you, you yeah. know, I'm a bit of a carnival, so that would ruin really it. You wouldn't write a song with him, though, would you? No, yeah, because he, he, he sings like Little Richard. Yeah, I know he does, but like, <laughs> you, you, you sort of, I think he'd think that every idea that he came out with was the best. <laughs> yeah. but it probably would be. <laughs> and it would be. <laughs> There's no fun when they're better than you. Uh, and Madonna, I don't know what we do with Madonna. We probably go out partying with Madonna, too. Can we, can we party with two you of them? You can do anything. Yeah, I reckon, like. I reckon that I'd like to go out with partying with, Donna, with Madonna around about the year 2000. <sighs> Yeah. When, she, when she was just huge, because I used to go out to to these rave clubs and stuff with with my wife, who's who likes dance music. Yeah, and the, Madonna would be playing, and and I'm telling you, when she made those records, she was off her head. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, while we're talking, Jimmy, I'd like to know how this is going. Uh, you know the corn's ready to pick when it's got this brown bit on the end here. Yeah. It's perfect. This is going to be championship corn. I think I might enter it in the local show. <laughs> <laughs> the king of corn, that's me. The king that's of corn. Has it won been, any competitions? Why, why are you surprised that I'm the king of corn? I'm not I'm, surprised. I've been the king of corn for years. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a bit of a shocking gardener, but I've got this, we've got this big, and particularly through since lockdown, of course, I'm, you know, I'm at home. I, I'm, yep. I'm, I had to get out and do stuff, you know. I started off by, uh, we have a rose garden at home, and I started picking roses for my wife because one day I was I was in the bad books or something, and I went down and I picked a bunch of roses for Jane, and she just, she thought it was the nicest thing I'd done, and I, yeah. and I realized it was a, so from then on, I was down there, you know, pruning, <laughs> checking the rose, getting, and picking for her every day. Uh, so I've sort of got a bit of an interest in it, but, you know, I, you know, th- as a gardener, I make a good singer. You know? <laughs> You've, you have got a beautiful garden. We've been lucky enough to stay at Jimmy and Jane's a few times. Okay, hey, talk to and, me what it's like I, having dinner at Jimmy's house. Oh, it's, it's they're the most amazing cooks. You know, everyone knows that. Um, food is always just incredible. And and generally, we Jimmy and I will get stuck into the whiskey after nice. dinner. I like that. Yeah. So and, 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 you walk, and the guitar. And the guitar. I was going to say. Guitar, and right. then you walk down, you sort of, you've got like an embankment thing going down to the river. And many mornings I've stood on the edge of that river, sort of just, just watching the water, hoping that that's going to be therapeutic <laughs> yeah. enough to heal yes. my hangover. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. It does help though. And then it you walk up the hill and you feel uh, good again. And, you know, but, but when he says we're great cooks, Jane's an incredible cook. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the, I can grill, smoke. Do nice. all that sort of stuff. Anything like that. Anything with fire, I'm good at. Yeah. You know, that's the story of my life, really. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, <laughs> as long as it can burn you and it's dangerous, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I'm also the, the good sous chef, you know. And awesome. me and Chris would end up getting stuck with the dishes. Awesome. Lads, thanks so much. I wish I could talk to you for another hour, two hours, but it's been an absolute treat. Congrats on the new album. It's Cheers. been an absolute pleasure. Thank and you. look forward to seeing you soon and seeing this live as well. Yep. We're yep. looking forward to it too. Awesome. <laughs>